the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with... Uh, an amazing leader in our in our Bay Area in the South Bay, uh, Carol Cohen from Gateway City Church, and uh, she just to tell you a little bit about Carol, uh, she's earned her master's degree in, in in business from Golden Gate University. She's been creating opportunities for underrepresented populations for most of her career. Uh, she was the vice chancellor of workforce, economic, and resource development at the San Jose Evergreen Community College District for 21 years. Wow. Uh, we actually have so quite a bit going on, trying to go on there at Evergreen. So this is going to be really interesting. Um, Carol provided a variety of training and educational programs for uh, specifically targeted pi- uh, uh, populations and then retired and went on to become the executive director of Gateway Community Outreach which, again, is doing more of the same, uh, serving the people of the South Bay who are underserved and underrepresented. Um, We're so grateful to have you on the show, Carol. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. So um, I've had the pleasure of meeting you. uh, So we've been partnering with Gateway for um, going on, I think it's been about four years now, Mm -hmm. and uh, had the pleasure of meeting you when, as we sort of um, met uh, about a month and a month or so ago and just checked in on some mm-hmm. of the things that we've been doing. And it was a, just um, a joy to meet you and uh, your team and understand your heart for the underserved and and really your focus on reaching those who are homeless in your mm-hmm. communities, reaching those that are hurting mm-hmm praying for those, mm-hmm. prophesying and praying mm-hmm. over um, people who provide services mm-hmm. to those populations. Right. And so I wanted to start off before we dig into what you're doing organizationally. Mm-hmm. I always like our listening audience to know what makes you tick? Why why this, Carol? And, mm-hmm. and what have you seen over these 20 plus years that you mm-hmm. have been serving these, the, these people that um, are brothers and sisters that need it so much? All right. Well, 
In the educational arena, I was focused on disadvantaged populations, and it was providing an economic opportunity for them. And you can't provide freedom unless there's economic opportunity. And so we would create pathways for um, the disadvantaged students to, first of all, get an education, um, identify a career path, identify transferable skills, get training, get build their confidence up, and get back out in the workforce. A lot of them had um, experienced difficulties in their life, and uh, it just really got trapped in a in a swirl, and weren't able to get out of it. I remember we were putting on some training for his uh, computer networking, and one gentleman used to ride his bike because he was homeless, ride his bike in, and we would, he would take the classes. We would store his bike in the closet. And um, I remember at the end of the training when he uh, was able to get a job, he came in, and literally we were all in tears because he told about how it had changed his life. He was able to regain his family. He was able to regain a job and re- regain his own confidence in who he was. Yeah. So it's about transforming lives. Mm-hmm. I did it through the educational institution f- for many, many years. Loved that. But then God seemed to move me into the outreach, the community outreach. And it's the same it's the same thought. It's providing opportunities to transform life to the disadvantaged. Right. And so we work with um, different people to get that done. Yeah. It's funny. Um, and I don't know if you, if you're finding there's this correlation, but I, I spoke with a, actually I was on the phone with the foundation um, earlier this morning uh, who had declined uh, a grant that we had submitted for. And I asked them for feedback and um, they shared with me that um, that they're not they're not really focused on human trafficking, and um, and certainly not um, the workforce development um, mm-hmm. component of working with the human trafficking audience. And so we began to talk about that, and um, it was like a great conversation. And w- one of the things she shared is that they're more focused on homelessness or mm-hmm. those kind of um, d- uh, experiences. And oftentimes we find that that's, that's one in the same. It, they don't operate in silos. Right. People who run into um, difficulties in their life for whatever reason, many times no fault of their own, Yeah, it, it overlaps. They lose this opportunity. They become homeless. Therefore, they lose their economic opportunity. Therefore, they lose their families. Therefore, they lose their future. Yeah. So it's, it's, not, it's not a silo approach to um, helping lives get transformed. Yeah, and so it was really a great conversation to be able to say, well, it's interesting. I, I, you know, So what I learned from it is I need to do a better job of when I'm writing my grant proposals that I need to articulate that the, you know, the populations we're serving are yeah. survivors of human trafficking that were also homeless, that were yeah. also, also foster youth, right. that were also um, happened to have a mental illness, that were also mm-hmm. people who had lost a family member to travel tragedy that were mm-hmm. also uh, mm-hmm. victims of a, a, a house fire. You know, it's just mm-hmm. amazing all of the traumas, mm-hmm. right? That one individual. There's we, never one thing. It's There's not never one thing. one thing. All of us can handle one thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's but compounded. It's, it's right? when it's compounded it get, and then it's no longer, you can't control it anymore. And it swirls out of, out of uh, proportion. And, and, and that's when people become victims of whatever, whatever's out there. Yeah. And so you've been working with this sort of myriad of challenges and mm-hmm. really providing um, hope and transformation opportunities 
in a variety of ways. One is education, and then now, um, you know, just the basic essentials, right? And of course, prayer, right? So right. you you I have could, a team that's going out and and doing that right regularly. Right. Mm-hmm. We have we have a lot of different um, aspects of the disadvantaged communities that we serve. But I got personally involved in human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a family member, actually a daughter, mm-hmm. who um, was raised in church, raised right. I mean, all the right things that should have happened. But she ran into trauma in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a husband who committed suicide. Mm-hmm. She had um, just a lot of things that happened. She got then got hooked on crystal meth. Mm-hmm. She became homeless. And she was living on the streets. Yeah. My daughter. Right. So while I'm pastoring, my daughter is living in a bridge under the freeway. Wow. I mean, it was really, really difficult. And I would have to stay focused in my prayer life and in my journey to focused on what I was being charged by God to do and let believe him to handle all the other stuff. But um, I saw, I learned, mm. I would have rather read it in a book. Yeah. Instead, I experienced it. Mm-hmm. How human trafficking becomes a part of the life. Yes. When you're out there on the street for whatever reason, and it's usually compounded reasons, mm-hmm. when you're out there, you then become trapped in all of the evil, all the dysfunction, all of the things that are out there. And she had become trapped in that. Mm-hmm. So I learned about that lifestyle. I learned about what happens. I learned about how drugs are used to control. I learned about how um, the the girls become so numbed and so victimized and so hopeless. Mm-hmm. I had to learn about all that. I didn't want to learn it. Right. But I had to learn it. And what that did for me, God has restored my daughter. She's doing amazing. And God has given her back more than we ever hoped she would have. I mean, it's truly a miracle. God is in the restoration business. Yeah. And that's why we do what we do. Yes. Because I believe that with all of my heart. He restores that which is broken. Yes. However it's broken. So we've, you know, in our family, we've experienced that. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing it and we're walking it, but I'm also seeing it for other people. Yeah. Now, I can't go down the street and see a girl out there um, knowing what she's doing, knowing the money she's trying to collect without knowing in my heart that's somebody's daughter, mm-hmm. that's somebody's mother, that's somebody's sister, that's somebody that's hurting. Yeah. And we need to reach them. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk a little bit about how just exactly how um, churches like Gateway Community Church and Love Never Fails are partnering to do just that. We'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. 
Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, are in the studio today with Carol Cohen, who is the executive director of Gateway Community Outreach, and that is in partnership with Gateway City Church. Just before we dig into what does that partnership entail, I just want to thank Gateway City Church for allowing us to use your office space over the years. That has been our South Bay office since, oh, I want to say last four, since we started the partnership, four years or so. We are really excited. We're actually going to be doing some workshops and things of that nature on Wednesdays. And so we're there at, at their facility and continuing to use that as our office space. So we just are grateful for that partnership. But just tell us a little bit, Carol, about and it is Pastor Carol. Is that it, correct? It yes. Is. Okay. I didn't see that in your bio, but I remembered you telling me you were pastors. I wasn't sure. We wear so many hats. And so tell us a little bit about this hat that you're wearing at Gateway City Outreach or Community Outreach. I have two hats. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I'm the executive director of Gateway Community Outreach, mm-hmm. and that's the externally focused arm of Gateway City Church. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. But I'm also Pastor Carol Cohen, and I am responsible for the women's ministry. At I, Gateway City at Church. At Gateway City okay, Church. Very good. Yes. Okay. So I have a heart for seeing women be all that they can be. Yes. I have no agenda. I have no model that I'm promoting. But I believe women have a purpose, that God has something amazing for them to accomplish. I believe this is a time for women to rise up and to be all that God created them to be. Amen. doesn't mean they need to be an executive in the workforce, although they might be. It doesn't mean they have to be in politics, although they might be. Yeah. It doesn't mean they have to be a stay-at-home mom, although they might be. But I think they have to be free. Yes. Be free, free to be everything that God has called them to be. Amen. And to embrace that 100%. Yes. Don't hide it. Yes. Like I did many years. So anyway, that's my calling at Gateway City Church. And then at Gateway Community Outreach, because of my involvement with the community for the past 20-some-odd years, I was brought on as executive director of Gateway Community Outreach. Mm-hmm. So Gateway Community Outreach was created about 10 years ago, and it was to be a separate 501c3 organization. So it's totally separate from the church, but we sister and we partner on so many levels. We couldn't be successful without the partnership of Gateway City Church. But it is clear that we're a separate 501c3, and we are not a faith-based organization. We are a faith-informed organization, is how I like to phrase it. Everything that we do is because of our biblical principles in our lives personally. We don't teach Bible through Gateway Community Outreach. We don't give religious instruction. We will provide things like... At one of our locations out in the community, we have a sports program. And then after that, we have life skills classes. Mm -hmm. So the life skills classes are 
what I call faith informed, but they're not teaching Bible with scripture. But we teach about forgiveness. We teach about responsibility. We teach about integrity. We teach about honesty. We teach about all those characteristics that Mm. the Bible so clearly supports. Yes. So we do the work in the community without teaching, quote, Bible. Mm -hmm. And because we do that for a reason. We believe that outreach into the community is not just a tactic or just a program, but we believe it's really core to who we are as a church. Mm -hmm. And as people, we love and serve not just to make others Christians. That's not our primary goal, but we love and serve because that's an expression of who we are as Christians. Mm -hmm. It's part of our journey in being spiritually mature. Mm -hmm. We believe that it takes more than just Bible-based sermons and personal devotions to become mature in the same way that you can't just eat a nutritious meal and be healthy without any exercise. Right. There has to be a way to expend all of that. Mm -hmm. And so God created us, and we need an outlet for all that he's poured into us. Mm -hmm. And so community service is a great way to do that. It's very clear. In Ephesians 2.10, it says, we're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared for us in advance to do. It's like a river. A river flows and there's all kinds of tributaries that come into it, but it then has to flow to somewhere in order for it to stay alive and teeming with, you know, fish and other life forms. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't, it becomes stagnant. Yeah. If there's no outlet for it, it becomes stagnant and it becomes a slough or, you know, whatever. It's swamp material if, if you don't have a place for it to flow through. So loving and serving, we believe, is something that God wants us to do, whether anyone comes to faith or not as a result of it. So it's what they call a pure compassion model. Yeah. So we represent God, the heart of God, to the community, but it's to meet their needs. Yeah. And there's no ulterior mood. I mean, we believe that's really important to create trust. Yeah. We don't want people in the community to say, okay, they're providing food, et cetera, but we have to listen to a sermon first, or we have to take tracks, or we have to do that. No, it's pure compassion. Mm-hmm. We're bringing you food because you need food. Yes. End of story. End of story. And that's one of the things that I love about your ministry and this new component that you've added. I think even when I met, so at the time, I think it was Pastor Mike Brock mm-hmm. who was on point and he mm-hmm. was sort of looking for ways to do something like this. And then it sounds like you guys have just taken it and, and really done it. And so that's amazing. And one of the things that I so appreciate because I have that heart that mm-hmm. just wants to meet people where they are. Yeah. And even when we go out and we do street outreach, give people a bracelet that says you are loved Mm -hmm. and we edify them and we we tell them that they have value Mm -hmm. and that's it. And then we ask them if we can pray for them. And sometimes there might be someone who we ask, you know, who who we're led to ask, would you like to receive the Lord Jesus Mm -hmm. as your savior? Some of the people that come out with us do ask that question Mm -hmm. of individuals, but oftentimes we don't have the liberty of asking a bunch of questions or having an Mm -hmm. extensive conversation. And so we are just imparting love, Mm -hmm. imparting love. And meeting people where they are and and helping them to see their own worth. Um, I wanted to go back to something you were saying earlier about women, because I think this is uh, an important piece I I don't want to miss. I'm actually reading uh, a book, The Esther's Anointing. Have Mm -hmm. you ever read that? Yeah, I haven't read that one, but I I know the story. (laughs) Yeah. So it's by, just for the listening audience, it's by Michelle McLean Walters. Mm -hmm. And she has a whole series about women in the Bible and the various anointings that they walk in. And it's really been... um, 
just so edifying to me personally to read this book. And I want to thank Renee Ortiz for uh, 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 sharing it with me. But, um, you know, it really talks about how there are so many systems in place that kind of uh, speak to a woman that say, uh, you can't do this. You're Mm -hmm. not good enough. You're not, you know, you're not um, you're not equipped to, to to carry this anointing when we know that women were equipped to be the first to see that Jesus had had risen to be Absolutely. the to be the you know the the, the announcers that he was no longer mm-hmm. there to to um to pour oil over him and prepare him for mm-hmm. you know crucifixion uh right to to uh go and and as Esther did and and be you know approach the king out of turn uh, boldly, boldly right after prayer and fasting so we know that the women have these uh powerful positions and and unfortunately carol you know this uh, pastor carol that the women that we encounter um and and most of them are women that are being trafficked out there that we encounter um ha- have bought into a lot of those messages right um and, uh, you know, I'm in the process of becoming a licensed pastor and I, for many, many years, I was sat under a, an, um, in a church where I was told that women couldn't be pastors. And so here I've walked around with that, knowing that I had this calling and feeling less than and feeling that I couldn't, um, uh, couldn't achieve that goal. And so we're going to take a break because I think there's a correlation here between, you know, women living defeated and outside of their purpose. Absolutely. Right. And even though you and I, you know, um, maybe someone would say, well, what do you have in common with someone who's been, who's being exploited or homeless? Well, a lot actually. And so how long are we going to let that go on and keep people oppressed and suppressed and from their purpose. And, and so what can we do, right. Um, to kind of open up the mindset for these women, um, women that are sitting in our churches that are called to walk in an Esther's anointing and go and set captives free and women who are sitting on the side of the road who were told all you're good for is sex. Yeah. We're going to come right back. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. And thanks for listening to love never fails. Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit love never fails us.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action 
and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We're in the studio today with Pastor Carol Cohen, who's also the executive director of Gateway Community Outreach in the South Bay. And we're just having a great conversation about a variety of things. And one of those things that we just touched on is women just walking in their purpose, walking in, you know, if they're called to, like you said, lead their homes. Certainly we're called to lead our homes Mm -hmm. in partnership with our husbands and those who are single, leading their homes on their own. And then, of course, in corporate settings, in business settings, and in the church. And so I believe that there's a new thing that is being birthed, that is speaking to women about their value and their importance, calling women to step out on faith, to represent the needs of right. those in right. their midst. I believe God is doing something significant with women it's not that God has suddenly figured this out because he had it from the very beginning. Right. I mean, God had no problem with women way back when. Jesus went out of his way to speak to the Samaritan woman at the mm-hmm. well. I mean, he appeared first to Mary. And so he, he hasn't had a problem with women. Society did. Mm-hmm. Society had suppressed women. But as we have progressed in society, mm-hmm. women have also progressed. And, and of course, Christianity has been one of the most freeing things for women. You want to talk about freedom Freedom happens when you know Jesus yeah, because he frees you, man or woman. And I think the church has been a little behind Mm -hmm. in recognizing women's giftings and making them more equal in the expression of those giftings. Mm -hmm. Politically, women are leading nations, Mm -hmm. so they're clearly moving up in equal status with men. You know, in Congress, there are many, many, many women mm-hmm. serving in business. They're CEOs. Mm-hmm. They're leading organizations, Fortune 500 companies. They're at the top ranks Yeah, in the military, mm-hmm. women, in the police force, women. Mm-hmm. The church has been behind in recognizing what God had intended for women. But God is making that message so, so very, very clear now. And many, many churches, including Gateway, thank God, are really in alignment with that and recognizing the equality Mm -hmm. and that part of the diversity of the church is about women becoming who they should be. Mm -hmm. And I believe, you know, you mentioned a few minutes ago, what do women in general, have in common with the girls out there who are being trafficked. I think it's about the lies you believe. Yeah. It's about the lies because you're told lies that this is the life you deserve. This is as far as you can go. This is all you can do. This is what you should do. This is what you were created. There's a bunch of lies. And there's a great book written by J. Lee Grady Mm -hmm. called The Lies the Church Tells Women. Mm. And it's really very, it's great. It's its all scriptural about how God sees women. Yeah. And it's very, very freeing. So we're moving into a time where women are being acknowledged and given the opportunity for them to step into expressions of their giftings. God has been preparing them all along, like Esther. Mm-hmm. She was being prepared yep. for such a time as this. And I believe that time is now for women. Amen. Now, Women, we have to be careful Mm -hmm. 
because women who have been being prepared, sometimes if they don't see the big picture, they can get frustrated, and then they will respond out of the flesh, and it becomes right. kind of obnoxious. You know? Right. So we have to be careful on that. There are certain things that are not acceptable, whether you're man, woman, or yes. whatever. I mean, you know, usurping authority is never okay. Right. Being judgmental is never okay. Being rude is, I mean, so there are behaviors that we have to guard ourselves against, even while we're trying to step into our positions of equality. Yes. And I think that's true. I love that you said that's for women and men. Mm -hmm. We all have, number one, we have someone that we're submitted to. Everybody. And, and we all, a good, a good leader is a good follower. Absolutely. And so we, first of all, we're following our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then if we have, you know, in my case, I'm married. I submit Mm -hmm. to my husband. My husband submits to the Lord. Mm -hmm. We can't just go off willy nilly doing whatever we want. But what does submission look like? And this is, this is, I just, I I thought it would be pertinent to bring up a scripture that is, has been used to Mm -hmm. kind of quench what, you know, what the Lord has spoken over me, which is first Corinthians 14, 34, which says women should remain silent in the churches. They are not allowed to speak must be, but must be in submission as Mm -hmm. the law says. Mm -hmm. And so if you look at this by itself and you don't understand, you don't really understand the cultural context. You don't understand who Paul was talking to, um, what was going on in that church at the time. Um, you know, as you do a little bit more of a historical study, you'll know that the women were actually outside of the, the, the church setting and we're uh, asking questions and disrupting the service mm-hmm. instead of waiting for the right time right. to ask those questions when they had more of a direct, you know, maybe access to their husbands or other individuals in leadership that they could talk directly to. They right. were whispering, saying, hey, what what did he say? What's that about? What does that service, mean? Right. And so this was where this comment came from. And now this has been taken to be sort of just universally, they mm-hmm. should be silent in the churches. They're not allowed to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other part of that is mm-hmm. that was, a, like you mentioned, that was a cultural context. Yeah. And if you're going to take that part of cultural context, then you've got to take the rest of it, which says that a man should not dress like a woman. Okay. In the, in, in, in the Bible times that it was, when, that it was written, the cultural context was when men wore, in essence, dresses. Yes. Right. And women wore pants underneath their dress, right? Yeah. So if you're going to take one part of it, then you got to take all of it. Right. <laughs> and so, and I love that you're saying that because there's so much yeah. that we make permission for or we make right. room for. Well, that's no longer culturally relevant, but yeah. that is. Yeah. I'm going to hold on to that right. one because that serves my purpose. Right. But this one I'm not. We have to be careful. We can't take scriptures and make them say what we want them to say. Right. We have to to step back, let the Holy Spirit guide us, and see what is taught throughout scripture. Yes. Yeah. And that, so, so for... for all of that, I mean, there there were so many uh, prophetesses in the Bible. Deborah was a judge. You know, uh, there were the uh, Philip's daughters were all prophetesses. Yes. So, so there there were those that were speaking for God way back then. God uh, God recognized the um, the benefit and the value of women being all they can be. I tell you, if you get a church that's got the women engaged, believing in themselves believing in their contribution, believing in how they fit into the overall context, you got a church that's going to be on fire. Right. you got the families that are going to be solid in there. Yes. Amen. So I think, you know, and, and as you read, I, I just love, you know, 
I don't want to be argumentative, but I love just kind of pulling this kind of scripture into the forefront and then thinking about the heart of Christ and Mm -hmm. laying it on top of that and saying, you know, God says all of these things about his people and the way, and he, you know, here in this first Corinthians 14, you know, 30 ish through 30, 37 or so, he's talking about order in the mm-hmm. church. It's all about order. Right. And God wants us to live right. in a life that's orderly and honoring. And, and so, you know, once we have that order in place and, and, and we, and we also walk in love and we um, admonish people and we edify people in the way that he wants us edified. Right. Uh, you know, and it doesn't, one of, one of them doesn't work without the other. Right. Right. Once we have and, that, we, and, and where, it's powerful. Where I'm at personally in my, in my journey yeah. would not have fit into my mother's generation. Right. Or my, you know, grandmother's generation. Yeah. They were called to rock our own generation. Yes. Right. And so we need to be what we, the best we can be, all that For God's called us to be in our generation. Yes. For such a time as this. For such a time as this. And I, I actually um, have a message. I speak this. It's called the, the, the three generations. Mm-hmm. What my mother experienced, my daughters didn't, I didn't, and my daughters don't. So it's, it's a, it's a great journey. Wow. There you go. Well, we're going to talk some more about this generational uh, impartation, if you will, uh, as, as we come back and how we can equip now those that are really hurting there in our midst um, with this message and with this encouragement. We'll come right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Pastor Carol Cohen, who is also the Executive Director of Gateway Community Outreach in the South Bay. And we are just talking about empowering women, empowering people that are underserved, under-resourced, And, you know, just thinking a little bit about believing that lie. So you talked about that book, believing the the lies that women believe, right? That manifests in a lot of different ways, ironically, right? So sometimes over the years, we've been criticized for being a faith-based organization 
And interestingly, when I talk to many of our survivors, they grew up in in church, mm-hmm. um, many, many of them. And um, I would say in the African-American community, in the Hispanic community, which is predominantly the like the, the, the demographic that we we find on right. the street, uh, there's church is a huge component of that. And it's sort of like this this thing where I feel like we're called to undo mm-hmm. some things that have mm-hmm. been they learned in that setting that did not empower them the way that that they should have been empowered that did not allow them to speak out when maybe they were being molested not mm-hmm. blaming the church but a culture, culture can say you know you just you just sit there and you be quiet and mm-hmm. these things are happening to you which are unjust mm-hmm. and just just you know be quiet and and just pray about it <laughs> And, you know, you'll be all right. Mm -hmm. And here, you know, fast forward, you know, you're, you're 12, you're 14, you're being molested, you're being talked to inappropriate, you're being abused. Mm -hmm. Fast forward now, you know, a few years later, now you're exploited because someone came in knowing that those were your vulnerabilities. They came in through those broken, broken pathways. Right. And they took advantage of you. And I feel like you know we are um we are the or uh, the organization or one of the organizations that goes out there and undoes that and says yeah we are faith based as well we are christian um but we're here to declare a truth about right. you right. which is that you are mighty right and you are capable and you have worth and you have value and you have right. purpose right. and jeremiah 29:11 for i know the plans that god has mm-hmm. for you so you know we we that is our mission to impart value and mm-hmm. worth and love to people. And I know that you share the same um, heart, um, Carol. And so we went out and we did street outreach together um, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you were there, you know, as we were praying and we were preparing and um, it was really powerful. And we were able to encounter young children, you know, at a motel sitting out front Mm-hmm. Um, at, you know, midnight, yeah. um, um, talking about like eight, nine year old kids mm-hmm. out, outside with no adult supervision in a motel that has mm-hmm. in the parking lot that's not lit. We were able to encounter, um, people with mental illness, mm-hmm. um, who, um, really had, weren't aware of where they were even, yeah. you know? And, and the enemy comes in at the place of trauma. Mm-hmm. And so many times um, these victims um, were victimized at a point of trauma. Something happened, and then they began to believe the lie that this is, this is you know, I'm going to be the one that takes care of you. I'm going to be the one that um, you can trust. Um, and so the enemy feeds all these lies to these girls. And um, I love that your organization uh, – as well as our organization, we go into that point of need, that point of trauma, and say, no, those are lies. Mm-hmm. That there is a God who loves you. Yes. God didn't do this to you, um, but God's hearing your cry. And I believe that God is hearing the cries mm-hmm. of these children. Yeah. I believe he's responding to the cries of these children through you and through me. Yes. And um, I believe that's... The time is now. It's becoming so commonplace that 
that he's calling those of us who can to rise up, you yes. know, to go to that point of trauma, to go to that point of need, to to break through those lies and let these girls know that there is a future for them. There is a, they can get out, that there is a way that, and, 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 and again, I personally experienced this in our whole life where there was no hope. There was no hope. I mean, my daughter was being held down, knifed and, and, and all of this stuff. And, and there was no hope. And as a, as a parent, I mean, to watch all of that, and I know there's mothers and fathers out there who their kids are 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 missing or, or they know that they're being traumatized. But to go into that point of trauma and to meet them there and then to say, you know, there is a God that you can trust. Mm-hmm. There's a God who's got your best interest at heart. He's not going to hurt you. He's going to do good for you. And that you can trust him to be able to build that trust back. I think that's such an honor that God would entrust you with that opportunity. And we as a a church, we as a community, we as partnering organizations, you know, we get to step into that opportunity. What an honor. Yeah, is it hard to go out there? Is it hard to do all this? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's tiring and it's, it's, um, I know some of the organizations we work with talks about the um, vicarious trauma you experience when you hear these stories and you see these girls, your heart is broken over and over again, but there's a God whose heart is broken over and over again too. And to be able to partner with that God to see these lives restored, it's a privilege. And it's why we're here. It's why we're here. It's why we're here. It's It's a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, you know, I just feel prompted right now, Pastor Carol, to have you pray. I would love for you to pray for those that are listening and those women and men who have been called for such a time as this Mm -hmm. to partner uh, Mm -hmm. in prayer, to partner in action, uh, to partner in generosity. Whatever God is calling you to do, uh, partner with Love Never Fails, with Gateway Community Outreach, and with other organizations, there's one thing I can tell you is Love Never Fails partners with about 50 churches right now. I would I could name maybe maybe more like 40 churches. And um, and there's this something is happening. This is not a one church thing. This mm-hmm. is happening across the nation where people are rising up and responding to the call. So if you could just pray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I just come before you, Father, and I just thank you for, first of all, that you're a loving God who has all of our best interests at heart. God, you understand what sacrifice means. You understand what pain means. You understand trauma, God. And all of these girls that are, and boys too, that are being trapped in these terrible situations, God, you are hearing their hearts cry. Yes. God, and you are calling forth laborers into the harvest to step up and to do something. God, we can't all do the same thing. We don't have the core competencies to go be case managers with victims of human trafficking, but God, we can give. We can give of our resources. Mm -hmm. We can give of um, our time, our talent, different things that we can give God. So let us all be a part. God, I pray that you would um, just 
begin to speak with those who have things that are available to help the ministries, the various ministries, God, to be successful in this. God, that there could be change occur. God, you want to see lives transformed. You want to see girls set free. You want to see futures created. You want to see hope reignited. God, thank you for letting us be a part of that. I call, I ask you just to call for those who could be a part, God. Just burn it deep in their heart. God, just let it let it just sit there and just uh, kind of permeate their thinking yes. until they feel like they have to do something and then connect them with the right organization. Yes, There's lots of us out here who are, who are trying to work in this arena and trying to see change happen. God, just bring the laborers forth, God, that lives can be transformed, futures can be established, and hope can be restored. And God for love never fails. I ask a special blessing upon them right now as there are there your heart into the community god just just do a, a special outpouring of blessing and favor Thank you, god. god when favor occurs things that took so long before can happen overnight yes. and that's what we ask for thank in you. jesus name in jesus name thank you lord Hallelujah. Well, thank you so much. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about ways that you can get involved in this fight for love and value and worth to be imparted. And we'll be right back. Thanks for listening. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. So we have quite a few things going on in the community. I do want to give just a a shout out once again to all of our donors that came to our donor appreciation event last Saturday. We're so grateful for you. Thank you for supporting us. We also want to invite you if you would like to partner with us and become a Love Never Fails member, you can do that by going to loveneverfailsus.com forward slash donate. And there you can sign up to become a member, which is $10 a month on up to $500 a month, whatever you're led to do. We also want to invite you to to several events that are going on in the community. Before I share that with you, I wanted to give Carol an opportunity to share how you can contact Gateway Community Outreach and an event that they have going on or a a resource that they are making available. So what's that number that they can reach you at, Carol? The the primary number right now is um, 408 
281-7900. And that's the main number. And then, uh, again, my name is Carol Cohen, and they can direct you to me. Um, one of the one of the ministries, or one of the outreaches, I should say, that we've opened just in April of this year, actually, was called our Family Resource Center. We have different disenfranchised populations that we target. Uh, one of them is victims of human trafficking. One of them is homeless. We have a whole homeless ministry. Um, and then we also have a family resource center that just opened in April. And just last month, I got the numbers recently, we served 1,479 individuals, giving them food and clothing, free wow. food and clothing. These aren't these aren't homeless people. They have a roof over the head by whatever means, but that's about it. Yes. And so they come in. We provide twice a week. We provide food and clothing. And so um, donations for that, actually, if you go on Facebook and uh, look for the Family Resource Center, um, we uh, uh, we would love to have donations to help with that. Everything we do is donation-based. You mm-hmm. know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and it's homeless prevention, really, yeah, it is what is, you're doing. It is. It's to keep the kids in school. Mm-hmm. It's to give them shoes. It's to give them a backpack. It's to give them food twice a week. They can come and sit and, and uh, uh, stand in line, I should say, and then they get their food and they can take it home. And we have a, um, a clothing uh, so people from the church bring clothing and whatever, and uh, we're Love able it. to distribute it. So it's it's not it's for the people who aren't quite homeless. Yes, but they're struggling. Yeah, they're struggling. And I was reading how many are. Um, uh, it's like ten percent of the people in Silicon Valley. I mean, that's Silicon Valley, but they're food scarce. Yeah, they don't have enough food. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's uh, what I can't remember what the percentage is. It's about the same percent, maybe fifteen percent who actually are on some kind of financial assistance in order to just make it. Yes. Yep. So there's the Silicon Valley of Cupertino and all of those, but there's right. also another Silicon Valley of people that are really hurting yes. and struggling just to live here. So in some of the populations that we serve, uh, we meet those people. We meet those that have been victimized, but we also meet those who um, we meet the needs of those who are victimized just by <laughs> the economy. Right. Just by um, living here in Silicon Valley. Absolutely. I love that you do that. That's so wonderful. So there you have it. So you can uh, reach out to Carol. And can you give them that number one more time? Sure. Um, it's 408-281-7900. Awesome. Perfect. Okay. There's a couple other items that we have to cover. Um, we are going to, uh, we have some free um, computer classes that are going to start at our Hayward location. Um, and that is uh, delivered by MicroEasy. Our partners, MicroEasy, are there at our site, uh, 22580 Grand Street in Hayward. And the link to apply for those free classes uh, is on our website, which is at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash events. And so you can register there. We also are going to be going out to do our street outreach on the 18th of uh, October. So if you want to participate in that, please do reach out. You can email me, Vanessa, at loveneverfailsus.com or Sable, S-A-B-L-E, at loveneverfailsus.com, or you can RSVP there on that same website. We're partnering with an organization that is building a a school in Ghana, and we are going to be dancing at their Magnum Force Praise for a Purpose event 
on October 19th, and this is our Survivor Leader Dance Team, Lebanon Frail Survivor Leader Dance Team. It's from 1 to 5 p.m. at Martin Luther King Middle School in Hayward, and so if you're interested in coming to participate or listen in or watch in on that, please feel free. Again, that's in Hayward, and it's on the 19th of October. Uh, We have our prayer, um, Day of Prayer, which is October the 6th. I I forgot to mention that early on. Uh, We'd love to have you pray where you are. So this is about creating a a community of prayer across all cities throughout the Bay Area and hopefully nations. So please um, let us know if you're praying in agreement with us. And I have some prayer points I could email out to you if you're interested. Um, Again, my email is Vanessa at loveneverfillsus.com. Uh, once again, we are a donor, uh, supported, uh, uh, radio show and organization. So please do, uh, give of your, uh, finances and, uh, if you can, and that you can do that by going to loveneverfillsus.com forward slash donate. I think that's all I've got, but I do have one very important thing to let you know in case you haven't heard it before, or you need to hear it again. I want to make sure that you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.